We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I've been very excited about this particular interview because many women are still asking the question about what is beauty, even though a lot of the celebrities, and a lot of people come forward and say, hey, you got to love yourself. No matter what you got, you got to love yourself. Well, the BBC did um, three videos at least. I didn't get to watch uh, any more than that. And I tell you, they talked about what is beauty today. And it was really quite remarkable what they came up with. And so tonight we're going to talk about what is beauty today with someone by the name of Athena Nair. Now, she is a sophomore at Tufts University, majoring in psychology and sociology. She spent her middle and high school years at Castilla School, where she first became involved with the Body Positive in September of 2018. She's quite young. Since then, she has been educating herself and others on body positivity, fat phobia, and radical self-love through social media, workshops, and speaking opportunities. Now, recently, Athena spoke on a congressional briefing in support of the Eating Disorder Prevention in Schools Act. Again, that's Eating Disorder Prevention in Schools Act. In March of 2020, Athena gave a TEDx talk on body positivity and fat phobia. She is passionate about education reform as well as bettering the world through her activism, music, dance, and even theater. Athena is thrilled to be a part of the Body Positive's Board of Director, and she is joining us right now. Athena, welcome to WCCO Radio. Hi, Gerilyn. Thanks so much for having me. Glad to have you um, join us tonight because this is such an important subject. Let's start out by saying, how do you define what beauty is today? That's a great question. I mean, if we're talking about, I think it depends on whose eyes we're looking through. Um, and if it's, if it's, you know, society at large, if it's, you know, the, the majority, the people on top of the ladder, um, so to speak, that are trying to define beauty, I think we see white been very young, almost infant-like, especially for women, in a particularly scary way. Um, we see, you know, so so many, like, it, there's even particulars now, I feel like, in a way that there wasn't about eyebrows and wrists and thighs, and it's like, you can't get anything right. And so there's this, there's this one percent of people that fit into that definition of beauty, but through my eyes, um, beauty is what makes me feel, I think. It's so many things. I mean, beauty is absolutely me. It's everyone around me. And then it's the nature that is around me. And it's the invisible work that's being done. And it's empathy. And um, it's the sun <laughs> and warmth. Um, so the beauty means so many more things to me. And I think that what I've learned at the Body Positive, you know, being a facilitator and taking that training is that when our definition of beauty becomes expansive, 
we can feel more joy because anytime we say, oh my God, that's beautiful and we believe it, that gives, that allows us to just feel more and to experience the world in a different way. So that, that's what I think beauty is to me and what I would encourage more people in this world to think of beauty as. Oh, isn't that the truth? You know, as we watch television or even going into the movies and those are those, uh, there are those um, commercials that come on every now and then talking about a, a new product or showing a, a bit of a movie that's coming up. What I find is that um, with the five generations that are, are living and working together right now in our country, I am amazed that from the Generation Zs to the baby boomers, they're starting to really get along. And the way all of them see, all of us see beauty, is starting to look alike. It's starting to feel as though what my beauty is to me may be the same to someone else. There was a time we read so many magazines about beauty, we didn't see it that way. Do you agree? It's true. It's true. Um, I mean, there's. I think there's so much more progress to be made in terms of, you know, allowing beauty to be more accessible for people. But absolutely, since, you know, especially I think in the past few years, um, since I've been in high school, like representation in the media has grown so much that we've seen more possibilities for beauty, which I think is really the power of representation. We see possibilities for ourselves and people that look different from us to be successful, to be beautiful, to be happy. Um, and that was something I didn't get for sure as a child. And I am starting to get more and more in TV shows and elsewhere. And then, you know, then it's about like, I think I really have to seek that out. And I think some people really have to seek, you know, body positivity out after a lot of struggle or they, you know, are consuming a very um, hegemonic like media and just of, of everyone looking the same. And then they have to make an active effort to go to the, you know, the, person of color section in Hulu or black voices section, who, what, what would it be like if that was everything? If that's what we all had access to and we didn't have to try so hard. So, you know, I'm always thinking big and thinking ahead, but you're, you're absolutely right that it's already come this far. It has come this far. And what's really interesting to me is the tattoo um, groups that are out there really ex exploiting and displaying their beauty, their tattoos, how beautiful they are, even to them. Even if I don't see them the way they see them, they see themselves as absolutely beautiful. Why is it that some groups really fall into that understanding that I am beautiful, whether you like it or not, and others, so many others, don't ever get there? good question um it's a hard one i think i think it's luck in some ways um because for me i i i didn't have the option to even love myself or like myself until i heard you know this one podcast i heard lindy west talking about how being fat is okay and that like changed everything for me and then i found the body positive and got that train but that's not accessible to everyone and so i think privilege and it's luck in some ways. Um, I think also community is such a big part of it, though, that if I didn't have people supporting me and doing the exact, like working the same work that I'm doing um, on loving themselves and therefore loving others more, mm -hmm. I, I don't think I would have been able to come this far, you know, because um, there's a lot of people out there that shame us for loving ourselves and for being our biggest and boldest, most fabulous selves. Um, and so it's really been community and those, like, those, those rocks in my life um, that have made it possible, I think, for, for me and for so many others to live that way. So, yeah, a combination, luck and privilege and, and community. I think. 
About a decade ago, I really thought we were close to getting rid of these eating disorders, that, you know, girls were starting to really see themselves as beautiful. Uh, boys were, too. It's been really quite remarkable, yet it seems as though we are backing down, uh, back to where we were. In fact, the downsides are not just affecting those who don't see themselves as attractive or see themselves too large so they don't, so they do have an eating disorder, but even um, the downsides of being too attractive, and people are having a hard time with that. Yeah. Where do um, where do we go now <laughs> if the attractive and beautiful people that say that they're attractive and beautiful are having a hard time and all the others are trying to meet some of those same um, important moments or, or stand in those spaces, how in the world are we ever going to get to just being beautiful, just knowing and loving ourselves as being beautiful? I think in that sense we're talking about a beauty hierarchy. And Sonia Renee Taylor has, you know, does this amazing work around radical self-love as well. Um and she talks about, you know, this beauty hierarchy. And we talk about in the body positive, like declaring our own beauty and seeing others, others' beauty as possible, not just like supermodels and the certain class of people. Like that makes it no longer a hierarchy. Instead of like, I have to achieve this and like climb this ladder and change these things about me to look like, you know, the Kardashians or whoever you might be talking about. Um, Instead, it allows all of us to just be beautiful and be ourselves. Does that make sense? It does make sense. In fact, there's a name for that Kardashian shape that Kim has. Um, I forget what it's called. Forgive me. But, yeah, there are women that are eating less, drinking more water and juices and that sort of thing, just trying to get to that image. But it's not even a real image. They've had work done. It's not even themselves at that moment. Exactly. I I think we've been so or to think that we can control these things about our bodies. And our bodies aren't elastic, um, at least for most of us. And so we can't, like, morph into whatever we want. Obviously, then, there's there's surgeries and there's a way to make things happen. But, like, I, I think that we, have, we have this really false idea that it's in our control to change our bodies, which, first of all, is pretty impossible. And also, like, why would we want to? Um, I just I think about, you know, my ancestors and how many people it took for me to get here and I feel like as long as my body's generally healthy I'm I'm good with that um right. and I gotta find in what I am right now you know you know, my daughter um, got her Ph.D. Um, in Africana Studies, and I'll never forget how she changed when she started visiting some of the African countries and that helped write her dissertation, um, you know, the things that she saw and experienced. And today she has, you know, this incredible eyesight for herself and loving herself from the inside out and her children. Her daughters are the same way. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. She's already teaching them to say it to yourselves. I am beautiful. How important is it for the children and those coming up that are going into college? How important is it for us to get that into their hearts and soul? One of the most important things I can think of. I mean, I am so passionate about educating the young, young ones, especially because then they don't have to go through the spiral that I did and then maybe find a way to love themselves. Like what you, you talked about your, what did you say your sister or your daughter? My daughter. Yes. Oh my God. Well, that's amazing. And like, you're, like from day one, if they just learn that, like they, their potential is so much greater. You know what I mean? Rather than focusing on putting themselves down, they can go out into the world being satisfied with themselves. And so I think it's hugely important. I am the way I am, and 
have had the successes I've had, partly because of luck and privilege, partly because of hard work, and largely because of I haven't been spending, you know, a majority of my day for the past four years taking myself apart. I've had so much more energy to put towards things I care about, not things that other people might want me to change about myself. And so that's, it's quite literally quantifiably energy and time um, and money that I have saved because I love myself and I feel like I have agency to do what I want. And don't we all want our kids, you know, our young, the young generation to have agency to just choose right, not to be coerced into looking this way or that way, um, but to just be who they are and do what makes them feel good, truly. Isn't that the truth? Amen. Um, This is my final thought and question for you. You gave a TED Talk, a TEDx Talk, on body positivity and fat phobia. Uh, Just realizing your own life and how you've looked over beauty in your life uh, up to being a sophomore at Tufts, congratulations. (laughs) But was it difficult for you to tell your story and tell other stories and then encourage the audience? Was that difficult for you? That's such an interesting question because there have been so many hard parts about my journey, but I don't think it was that hard to share. It was vulnerable for sure, but I mean, that's what I do as an activist and artist. I share my story so that others can heal. I mean, it really felt like a gift. If I'm being, it's weird that these words are coming out of my mouth. It sounds like fake, but it's completely not that I, I, I promise you there have been so many other things that have been hard. But the actual sharing of the journey has been a gift to have these platforms and have people listen to me and to have people resonate with me. Um, Because this is what I wanted as a kid. I needed myself. I needed who I am now. Um, And I eventually got that with role models, you know, like Jamila Jamil and um, and learning about, you know, past, you know, like queer and fat and um, and BIPOC leaders. But. I'm yet to be that for other people. So it's, it really feels like a gift to share my story and to know that with my story, so many other stories are being shared. Um, right. Yeah. And you're also very passionate about education reform. I was so excited to read that because we need young people yeah. to be really involved and make a difference when it comes to education reform. Where do you stand on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was just talking to a teacher earlier today, just um, struck a, a conversation. And I think about all the time how, you know, those our teachers when we're young are role models and they shape so much of our lives. And so putting like investing in our education, investing in our public schools and in our teachers is so important and giving them resources to pass on to their kids um, and their students is incredibly important. And then also thinking about the curriculum and what they're learning. I mean, we are creating, I'm thrilled to be part of creating K-8 curriculum, body positive health at every size curriculum um, with the body positive. We're working, that's a big project in the coming years. And it's really how every single discipline can be involved in. What if, you know, we wrote an ode to ourselves, you know, in poetry class, you know, when we're doing the poetry unit. What if in science we learned about the history of the the BMI and how it is actually not at all a measure of health and, in fact, something that was used to support eugenics. What if kids learn that, you know, in eighth grade when they're that that that's what we're talking about is um, exactly. at every subject, at every level so that kids from day one are getting embodied and positive and trauma informed and anti-racist 
education. And that's, we have the possibility to do it, but it absolutely, it takes people power and it takes, it takes a lot of love and courage on behalf of all of us to, to come together to work for that. You got that right, Athena. It has been such a pleasure to um, have you on tonight. Athena Nair, if people want to see and watch your um, TEDx talk or they want to learn more about you on your website, where, where do they go? Uh, you can go to bit.ly slash Athena, A-T-H-E-N-A, dash Nair, N-A-I-R. Or you can find me on Instagram um, at Athena.Nair. Wow, Athena Nair, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Stay awesome, honey. Keep going. We need you. Uh, we need you. We need you. Thank you so much for this conversation. It was a pleasure, and have a have a great night. You too. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 